You are listening to Move With Radiance with Stephanie Dankelson, a podcast all about redefining your relationship to exercise, food, and your body by learning how to first redefine the relationship with yourself. Are you ready to discover your inner truth, your inner radiance? Because we all deserve to feel at home in our bodies. Hey, Move With Radiance tribe. (laughs) I'm Stephanie, and I'm so excited that you all are here. So I wanted to start with, my dog just ran over here. She gets excited when I start talking to nobody. (laughs) I'm just sitting here speaking out loud in my living room. (laughs) She's like, what are you doing? (laughs) Well, okay. So first I wanted to talk about something. So you may have noticed, you may not have noticed, (laughs) but for those of you who did not have a chance to listen to last week's episode, you may have noticed that it it disappeared. (laughs) And that was due to sort of a last minute decision by that guest in particular that um, she didn't want to, she changed her mind about sharing her story. And so out of respect for her, I removed it. And I know that there are some of you out there who listen week after week, and I so appreciate you. And so not having a weekly episode is not the standard for me. (laughs) And so to make it up to you guys, I wanted to release sort of a a two-part, three-part episode. Um, I think it's going to be a two-part. That sounds, seems right. We'll see how today goes. (laughs) But I wanted to release bonus episodes within the next few weeks to sort of make up for the episode that was lost. Um, so thank you for, for understanding, for being with me. You know, there's always ups and downs and things don't always go as planned. And so you just move with it and that's what we're going to do. Um, and so kind of in, in lieu of this, I've decided to dig deep into the worksheet that I created. I was, I've been talking about this, this worksheet that I, I created for you all around ending your guilt with food. And so I thought this might be a good opportunity to sort of take the next few episodes and split them up and really dive deep into this worksheet. And so you can follow along with like print out the pages and follow along with me. And I'll just sort of go into each question a little bit deeper and just give you a little bit more context and hopefully really help you get clear on how to end your guilt around food and exercise and your body. And so that's sort of what we're going to be doing. And before we dive into that, I wanted to let you all know that this is a little earlier than I was anticipating, but I'm officially accepting one-to-one clients. And so if you are ready to end the battle with food exercise in your body, if you're tired of living to these really high standards that you've either created for yourself or that you feel like you need to live up to based on your external circumstances, if you're tired of the constant perfectionism and people-pleasing and at the end of the day feeling like you're not enough and ready to feel confident in the decisions that you're making, learn how to listen to your body, all of those things. If you're so ready for that, I'm ready to work with you. There is a application that I'm having everyone fill out prior. And so that will just sort of give me just a little bit of an understanding about you and um, help me decide if we want to take this relationship further. I'd 
Then after the application's filled out and I receive that, um, we'll decide if we want to schedule a 45-minute call just to help us together decide if this is the right move. I want to make sure, obviously, that it's right for you um, and that it's right for me also. And so after we get that scheduled, then we'll you know, get everything all set up. And if you want to learn even more about the program, I have a whole page on it on my website. It's, um, in the link is in the show notes. You can just go to the work with me tab in, um, on my website and there's a whole page. It'll give you pricing information, details on what the calls and kind of the schedule and what it will be structured like, as well as, you know, what you can expect to receive from our, uh, relationship and our coaching. So, if you have any questions about anything <laughs> um, before you fill out the application or whatever, please send me a message. You can do that either on Instagram or you can send me an email. Hello at stephanie-dankelson.com is my email and Instagram is at stephanie-dankelson. So get a hold of me, ask me what questions you have. I'm happy to answer them. And I'm really so, so, so excited. Like this, I, I started diving deeper into this work um, last year and the program that I got my certification from is the same. We learn it all on ourselves and it's just drastically, drastically shifted my relationship with my body, with myself. And so I will be basically packaging all of that up along with the stuff that I've learned over my life and helping you move through um, anything that you're wanting to work on. So I'm really excited. With all of that, let's dive into the worksheet. So the reason I created this worksheet was because I was getting a lot of questions or direct messages around, um, okay, so I, I get what you're saying, but I still feel guilty around food. I still feel guilty when I don't do X amount of exercise a day. I still feel guilty when blank. How do I not feel guilty? And guilt is such, it's so common and it's so common because we've been taught like the way that the food and, and body and the exercise industry, like the way that a lot of that is communicated is sort of geared around making you feel guilty around, oh, well, you ate too many calories. You had too many carbs. You, there's so many rules that have been placed around what you should and shouldn't do. And so naturally when one of those rules gets broken, then there is that guilt there. Like we've done something wrong or whatever else comes through. So first of all, it's totally normal to be having the feelings that you're having. But the thing that I really want to communicate with all of this work is that if we're feeling guilty, if we're coming from a place of shame, if that's our motivation, which I used guilt and shame as motivation for so many years um, and when it came to my relationship with food and exercise and all those things. But when we come from that place of shame and guilt being as being our motivators, we're always coming from a place of hate. And we're always coming from this like fighting negative place and change never comes from that. Sure, we might see results, but the happiness piece, the joy piece throughout the journey, that's missing. <laughs> and so what's the point? And I think there is so much of this when-then game mentality where it's like, when I lose the weight, when I do everything correctly, when I reach this level of perfectionism, or when I meet all of these super high expectations I have for myself, then I will be happy. 
then I will have freedom. Then I will feel peace. Then I will be able to have what it is that I want. And the truth is we can't place those things in the end result. It just does not work. Not only does it not work, but it creates a miserable experience throughout the whole journey. And if we're on this journey of life, like every single day in my, it's a gift, right? Like we don't, nothing is promised. And so if we're spending every single day miserable in this journey to reach happiness, then we're wasting our time. We're wasting our lives. So why not figure out how to be happy now? Why not figure out how to have these things that we're putting in the future? Why not try and have them now and figure out how to be those things today throughout trying to meet our goals, throughout having this, these journeys? Because like, I never want to say, don't set high goals. Don't set you know, these um, dreams and be ambitious and go after what it is that you want. I'm not saying any of that, but it feels so much better when our worth or when our happiness or when all of these things that we want, when those things are placed in the end results, that makes everything miserable. So let's learn how to reach our goals, reach our dreams, set those, you know, what do we want for our lives? Like dream big. Yes, of course. But like, let's know our worth and let's under, like, let's figure out how to be happy. All let's do all of that today. Now in this body, in this moment. And so (laughs) that's the big picture reason why I will one, the bulk of my work is helping you figure out how to do that, figuring out what it is that you want for yourself. And then understanding how to do that today while still going after the things that you want, while still figuring out who is the best version of myself, who is the highest version of myself, who is that person, and how do I align myself with that on a daily basis? What decisions will help me get there? And sometimes those decisions come you know, out of like, maybe we're not always going to be pleasing everybody in our lives. So how do we do that? How do we set boundaries? How do we, there's just so many layers to being able to feel the way that we want to feel. So this worksheet is really digging into the, the layers of the guilt around food, because it's so much more than just breaking a rule that we have for ourselves. It goes so much deeper. And so, yeah, let's get deep then. (laughs) So if you've printed off the pages, I I would really highly recommend doing that or having the pages pulled up on a computer and then grabbing your journal. Um, This will just, me talking is one thing, but you doing the work alongside it, like that's really where this growth is going to happen. So I really encourage you to um, listen to this podcast, but really reflect on it and and do the work for yourself because that's where the the growth is going to happen. So the first piece that I have in this worksheet is recognize and send love to the part of you that is trying to hate you. And I know that that may seem different than what's sort of been communicated in the past. And there's just a lot of like forcefulness with, well, you know, if I don't, if I'm not hard on myself, then I'm never going to change. Nothing's ever going to happen. And so we're the first to have a thought that might be negative or have a thought that might be not be serving us or see something that we don't like in the mirror. And immediately the voice of like, Oh, you suck. Like, why do you think like, 
we totally go into the rabbit hole of like berating ourselves, hating ourselves, shaming ourselves. Like it's so easy and it's so natural for us to go there first. And I actually did an episode and uh, my very first episode was, would I speak to my best friend this way? And it just really goes to show like how we actually speak to ourselves. And so this is sort of coming back to that. We as humans crave connection. We're always seeking to feel connected. And a lot of times we will do that through external connection, whether that be through other people, food, um, going like we, we look to feel connected. But the thing that's so ironic, and I've talked about this before, but I, I need to say it again because it's important. We're the very first to create disconnection within ourselves. We do that through shaming parts of us, rejecting parts of us, neglecting parts of us, hating parts of us. That right there is creating disconnection within ourselves. So we're already not meeting that need for connection within ourselves. And it's probably because we're doing that, it's like almost a guarantee that we're going to try and get that need for connection met externally. And that could be in a negative or a positive way, but it starts from within. So the best way to be connected to ourselves is to stop shaming, stop hating, stop rejecting, um, and learn how to recognize what's coming up for you notice it, note it, be like, okay, interesting. That's a thought that I'm having. That's not mine. I don't have to believe it if it's not serving me, but it's coming from somewhere. It's coming from some wounded part within us that's trying to tell us something or trying to protect us. Or the worst thing we can do in that moment is say, oh, disgusting. I hate you. Get out of here. I don't want that thought. Get out. Ugh. Or like when a memory comes up to say, oh, I don't want to think about that. Or a feeling comes up to reject it. That is creating so much more turmoil within. And I promise you, one of the best ways that we can get connected with ourselves is by letting and creating space for all the things that come up. And again, I want to make sure I know (laughs) this is important. We don't have to believe or make everything that comes through our truth, it's just a thought. It's not you. We have to separate ourselves, our our worth from the thoughts that are coming in and just recognize it's just information. It's just coming through. We don't have to identify with it, but but rejecting it and pushing it away and shaming it and hating it is not going to help us move forward. So, What's my question on here with, with this worksheet is what is that voice saying to you? And maybe we get really specific with food in particular, when you eat something and that guilt arises, this is something you can do in the moment. What is the voice saying? Could be things like you have no no self-control. You never do anything right. Why did you eat that cookie? You're going to gain 10 pounds. There's so many calories in that cookie, blah, 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 blah. What is the voice saying to you? Just become familiar with it. Write it down. Get it out of your head. Note it. Just be the observer. Not the Don't identify with it. Just observe it. The next part, and this part might seem tricky, 
especially when we're so used to hating ourselves. But how can you send love to that part of you? My two favorite questions is, how can I love you more and what do you need right now? Think about the wounded part of you being a mother to that part of you. Oh, you're hurting. How can I love you more? Maybe that's just being with yourself. Maybe that's just saying, you know, it's okay to hurt. It's okay. It's okay to feel to feel like this right now. I love you anyways. We're talking to the part of us internally that's hurting. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay to be feeling how you're feeling right now. See what it would feel like to come back with that dialogue rather than you suck. I hate you. Ugh, get out of here. I don't want to. No, I'm not listening to that. Oh, I'm going to. Um, well, just I'm just going to numb that part of me and I'm going to exercise for five hours anyways. Or I'm just going to eat this whole bag of cookies anyways because that's, that's what's happening right now. Screw it. Fuck it. Whatever. Instead of going there, take a second, breathe, listen to what's happening, and then ask, how can I love you more right now? And maybe that answer is, it's okay to be feeling how I'm feeling. Allowance creates space. This is all new stuff. This is all new. We've never, done st- we've never done this before. We've been told to push it all away or to shame or to hate. So be gentle with yourself in this process. It's new. And that goes into my next point. So after, you, after you've reflected on the two questions above, come to this, this part. This is a journey. This whole journey is going to ebb and flow. It's going to go up and go down just because we're doing this work on ourselves, just because we're taking this step and, and um, grasping on the opportunity to learn and grow. It doesn't mean we're going to fall. We're not going to fall back. doesn't mean we're not going to experience pain. All of that stuff still happens. I still have bad days. I still have days where I, I don't say bad days. I still have moments where I look in the mirror and think, ugh, or I eat a cookie and I feel guilty. Or I don't move my body and I start questioning myself. It's going to continue to happen. My goal is to provide you the tools to be able to work through those things so that it's not as hard as we have been making it. So when these feelings arise, as you go throughout this journey, just know you're not taking steps back when the difficult things come up. Look at any trigger, any lower vibrating emotion. I don't like to use the word bad emotion because I just don't think labeling good things as good and bad does anything good for us. <laughs> so those lower vibrating emotions like, like anxiety or sadness or anger, whatever, um, the ones that don't feel as good. Anytime you are experiencing those things or anytime um, you're having moments of negative thoughts, just remember there's always a lesson to be learned in those moments. If we can start looking at our triggers, those moments where someone um, says something and we get upset or we see something and we get upset, looking at those things is like, oh, interesting. There's something for me to learn here. I got upset 
because something within me is not healed yet. There's something that I haven't looked at yet. So taking a moment to then look at it and say, oh, interesting, there's an opportunity here. Or when anxiety shows up, like, oh, okay, how can I lean into this more? How can I create more space for this? How can I allow this to be here and at the same time know that I'm safe and supported to feel this emotion? Anytime something like we feel like we're taking a step back, just remember there's opportunity and growth and it's not really a step back. It's just life trying to show us something else. And if we can take it, take a look at life from that perspective, there's a lot less frustration and a lot less like, oh, I'm not doing this right. Cause there is no right way to do this. There's no wrong way to do this. It's all about how easy can I make this for myself? How much more curious can I be? How much more compassionate can I be? How much more awareness can I create? And if we go from there, if we take it as life is happening for me, not to me, I'm in, I am empowered to, like, like, this is all just a game. <laughs> really, like, if we can just look at life as like, how can I live this in the best, most happiest, funnest, I know funnest isn't a word, but I'm going to say it here, way possible. Think about how much that changes our perspective. So I wanted to mention that here. This is a journey that ebbs and flows. We're not taking steps back. We're just being shown more and more lessons for opportunity. So the next question here is as we're starting to create this new relationship with life, as we're starting to see all of these things as opportunities rather than, oh, poor me. What is your current story to pain or the lower or um, like not so feel good emotions that you're experiencing? So for a long time for me, whenever I would hear anxiety, I would say, oh, I have anxiety and I need to fix my anxiety every time I experience it. Anxiety is scary and anxiety is bad. Anxiety means something is wrong. For, for me, pain in general, I had a story that if I felt pain, I would never get out of it. If I felt sadness, I was never going to get out of it. I can't handle it. So what stories do you currently have even anger. I'm not allowed to feel anger. Anger is a bad emotion. Anger is, um, should not be expressed outwardly. What are the stories that you currently have to those lower vibrating emotions? And write them down here. I have here sadness is weakness. I thought that for a very long time. If I cried, it meant people thought I was weak. So I just want you to get it all out. What's your current story to those things? After you have listed all of those out and you have a clear understanding of what it is that you currently believe to be true around those things, what is a new story that you can create around those emotions and around pain? Because typically the stories that we create around those things are not truly ours. And we've just adapted them because that's how we've grown up. That's what we've been told. There are stories from our parents, from our teachers, from our friends. And so we've adopted them as our own. But the cool thing is, is like we have the opportunity to create whatever it is that we want. How do we want to feel? 
If we want to change our story to sadness, you can do that. You have complete control over that. If for you, you want to create a new story to pain, be it that pain is opportunity for growth. Pain means that there is a lesson. I can, I was designed to handle pain. I'm going to make it out okay. Like I'm going to make it out better. Like what is your new story to pain? What is your new story to emotions? I am allowed to process my emotions. Anxiety is just a sensation that is trying to pass through me. Emotions is just, are just energy in motion. It doesn't have to be, this is a bad, this is a good. It's just energy. So what are your new stories to pain and to those emotions? Get clear on that. Because when we can realize like what it is that we're currently believing to be true and then take a look at that and say, well, actually, that doesn't feel good to me at all. I don't believe any of that to be true for myself. Then we can start creating new stories. Then we can start figuring out what does feel more in alignment to us. So that's why we got to uncover, we got to turn the lights on. We got to figure out what's, what's underneath all of this in order for us to make steps forward. You are totally safe. You are completely supported. And you can handle anything. Your body was designed to handle all of this. So I know it might feel a little bit scary to sort of unpack some of that, but you were designed, you were meant to handle this. You are so safe. You are so, so, so supported. And take it easy. Like take it one step at a time. If this feels uncomfortable, start with a few things, take a break, come back to it. You don't have to do all of this at once. I recommend you take some time to kind of spread this out and implement it as you go. Okay. Now, I want those those are some sort of foundation questions and sort of some found that's some of the foundation work that really helps then with this next chunk, which is really the portion, the big portion for uncovering the guilt and really starting to heal your relationship with that. So this is I, I left a huge blank space. You might want to even um, turn this if you've printed this out, turn it over right on the back or Get a couple pages ready in your journal because I want you to go deep with this. Why do I feel guilty? Where is the guilt coming from? And so this can be just a series of questions. So why do I feel guilty about the cookies? Okay, because I just consumed a lot of calories. Now go deeper. What's the fear in consuming a lot of calories? Well, I'm going to gain weight. Okay, what's the fear in that? Well, people will judge me. Cool, okay, what will happen then? I will I'll be rejected. And then what? I will be unlovable. And that, that fear of being unlovable is where all of it is stemming from. And so no, changing your relationship with food, trying to remove guilt around food does not have a lick to do with willpower. It has nothing to do with, well, just get your shit together. Just go to the gym longer. We'll just cut back more calories. It has nothing to do with that. When there is an intense, real, deep fear 
around gaining weight, around not going to the gym, around looking a certain way, when there is a deeper fear to all of that and we're not uncovering it, the change will not happen. So what is the fear? What is that belief that's driving you to behave in the way that you are? The belief that's driving all of the thoughts and the feelings and the actions and the results of your life. The, the, the beliefs that are driving these feelings of guilt, the binge and restrict patterns. What's the belief that's driving those things? Because understanding that you're afraid of being unlovable by being in a certain body size, that's not going to be fixed by cutting back more calories. I don't want to say fixed. That's not the word I want to use. That's not going to be healed by cutting back more calories. There's work to do there. There's something we can, we can work on. Because now it's about how do you feel? How do you know that you are loved and you are worthy no matter what body size you are in? How do we get to a point now where we understand, I don't need any external validation to know that I'm loved. And I can choose what body I live in because that feels good to me. And I know I'm loved. I know I'm worthy in this body right now. how much pressure that takes off of us. That's why I do this work because it's not about the food. Where is it coming from? All right. I'm going to split this up into a few parts because I truly believe that there it just there's so many layers and I want you all to focus on these first few questions first, get super, super clear on this, and then we'll move into the next piece. Um, and let me know what you're thinking. <laughs> if, this, if this is not resonating with you, I don't want to continue to create content like this. I'll change it up. But if this is helpful, I want to know. And if you are listening to this podcast and following along, I would love to know. Um, tag me on Instagram, send me an email, start a conversation with me. What questions do you have? I would love to dive deeper into all of this with you. Um, this is just sort of a taste of what the coaching sort of looks like. So if this is exciting for you, if you've gotten to some resolutions or like some big aha moments and you want to dive deeper, I would highly, um, ask you to consider coaching and working one-on-one -on -one with me so we can really dive deeper into these beliefs and, and just really creating that the life that you want for yourself because you totally deserve that. And I want to make sure that you are living out your best life possible. So <laughs> let me know what questions you have. Let me know if this is helpful and let me know if you are following along. I will be releasing the next episode soon. And until then, we will all chat soon.
Thank you so, so much for listening and for being here with me. If you want more resources, pop on over to www.stephanie-dankelson.com. And until next time, stay radiant.